Hey guys, it's Stavo and this is Vision is Greater Than Anything. Uh, for those of you who have been listening and been following, thank you so much for coming back. And for those of you who are new, welcome. Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about um, vision, big picture, uh, where we share our stories when it comes to, you know, pursuing our dreams, our goals and whatnot, kind of the ups and downs that we all face Um, when we decide to pursue things like that. I think that all of us have something different to share. Um, We all experience things differently. We all have something um, to offer. So this is kind of a place where we share that stuff um, in the hopes that we give and gain some inspiration. Uh, This week I have an old friend of mine. His name is Joe Dean. He is actually just 19 years old. Uh, He is a college student who is also um, pursuing um, a career in rap. Um, he's, you know, he's a writer, a rapper, performer, uh, whatever you want to call it. But he'd been doing that for a few years now, um, and it's something that I, I knew about kind of early on. Him and I used to talk. Um, we were coworkers, but him and I used to talk um, way back when about you know music and about golf, which is another passion of his, and kind of how he's grown through that. So uh, we've kept in touch here and there over the over the years, and. Um, I thought it would be a cool idea to kind of get him on here since he's, again, so young in college, um, super creative kid, uh, aspiring to do something pretty cool, and he's taken a lot of chances that I think a lot of kids around that age do not take. So I thought he'd be a, a good guest, um, especially for the young ones out there that are thinking of doing something, trying something, taking a chance. Joe is a great example for that. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. Thank you. All right, Joe Dean, thanks for joining me today. Um, you and I go back a little bit ways. I think, was it four or five years now, maybe? Um, I, uh, yeah, probably about a few years. Yeah, few yeah. Years at least, yeah. We met over at Sakura, where I served for a while, and you were uh, hosting for a while. So that's kind of how we met. But then um, we actually had a lot of cool conversations even back then. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a few years older than you now. I'm 26. You're 19 now, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, but even then, we had some pretty awesome conversations. Um, we had a conversation, kind of like the ones I have with a lot of people, you know what I mean? So it was rare to deal with somebody much younger than I was, you know? So that was awesome. Um, if you've heard this one before, and I don't think you have yet, Joe, but the way I do these is I always just start with asking, what's the vision? And then we just kind of go from there. Okay, so the first thing I want to know is, what's your vision? Um, my vision is to change the world with my music. Uh, it's always been something that I kind of want to do something bigger than life in a way where you know you can reach a lot of different people around the world and i feel like music is the best route for that um i used to play golf and i used to think that was you know that was what i wanted to do in life and then kind of transition to music as you know i'm able to express my emotions my feelings my thoughts on a track and it was just so much easier for me um just because you know when, when i talk about something like you know that's going on in my life it was always difficult for me to voice that to other people right. but through music and just on a track it just was so easy to get everything out in the open and you know showcase you know everything that's going on in my life mm-hmm. and I think the way that I write compared to a lot of other rappers I probably classify my music as alternative hip-hop mm-hmm. where it's kind of not your traditional kind of style of rap that most people think of and it's kind of different because most people think of rap as, you know, there's a lot of, you know, cussing, there's a lot of, you know, you know, talk about sex and stuff like that. But, you know, and that's kind of the reason a lot of people don't like hip hop. But the way I approach my music is to try to 
reach as many people and reach the amount of people that um, it possibly can that can relate to my tracks. Right. You know, because I feel like the music I like to listen to is music that uh, showcases an experience that I've also been through. Yeah. So I can, you know, listen to it and be like, hey, that's exactly where I've been in my life. That's the right. same position I've been in. And, you know, I look at a lot of these other artists doing the same thing where, you know, they're, they're able to, you know, talk about real life stuff on their tracks. And I was like, that's exactly what I'm trying to do. And it's, it's great to see, you know, that kind of artist kind of rising a little more right. um, as the years go on, as, you know, the other kind of hip hop kind of slowly dies off a little bit. But yeah. um, it's definitely, it'd definitely be awesome to, you know, go on tours around the world and be able to touch other people's hearts with my music for sure. Absolutely. That's great. And when you say change the world, right, that can be a very, very broad thing. Yeah. So your definition of when you say change through music, what exactly do you mean by that? Um, I say for me, changing the world would honestly just be to be able to change one person's life. Gotcha. You know, it's just the, the ability to use my music, use my lyrics to touch somebody's heart enough to either open their eyes, you know, or heal them enough to kind of flip their life around in a way mm -hmm. or, you know, flip their perspective of life. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. You said something a minute ago that I can really relate to. You said that initially you thought it was golf. Mm -hmm. That That's the big thing for you, yeah. you know? And I think that that's how soccer started for me. Obviously, you fall in love with this game. It's really, really fun. And you think, I want to make something happen with that. Mm -hmm. But as you go on, you realize that, like, there's something bigger that you want, not, not just to play anymore. You want to help. You want to inspire. And I think you thought that golf was the avenue to do that, ended up not being that. It's music. It was the same way for me. You know, I thought soccer was my avenue to help and to inspire. Yeah. Turns out it wasn't, you know. How long have you been rapping now? Um, I started rapping at, toward the end of 2017. 17? Um, so it's been about just over two years now. Okay. Um, but it's yeah, it's definitely been a been a long journey already. Um, the the way I see it is that, I mean, I I am religious. Right. Uh, I specify as a Christian. But, sure. Um, the way I used to I, I see it is that um, God used golf in my life as a way to show me um, how much dedication I can put into one you know specific thing. Mm -hmm. um, the amount of work that it takes to try to go big in any sport or golf or whatever right you know i feel like that was just the learning experience you know through the years he used golf as something that you know i mean i spent hours you know out there practicing every day yeah. you know i i was determined to to make it i think that by the time music came around for me i was able to use those experiences you right. know everything i've learned through trying to chase that into music you know and it, it helped me transition into that very cleanly for mm -hmm. sure how long did you play golf for uh, I started playing golf when I was seven. Seven? Yeah. Jeez. So it's been a long time. Did you have any thoughts of like music at that time? Or did music something like happened in 2017? You got the idea and now I'm going to try it? Or is that something that's been on your mind? You know, uh, after being in music for a few years, I look back on, you know, my past life and realize um, there's a lot more. I, I can definitely remember. I don't know if they're true memories or mm -hmm. not. Um, but I can remember parts where... There were little hints of being, wanting to do music. I was always, I always loved writing. Sure. I always loved to write stories um, and poetry and stuff like that. So there's definitely a few hints of being able to do rap and stuff like that. But there was never really a thought about it until, honestly, I didn't really get serious about it until about 2018. Uh -huh. But um, the, I mean, the way it happened in 2017, I was, it was, it was winter. It was right before break. 
I was sitting in class and um, one of my classmates was on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. If you know SoundCloud. Sure, yeah. Um, he was on SoundCloud. I had no clue what that was. I, <laughs> I knew the main, like, you know, so I, I just listened through Spotify mm-hmm. I knew YouTube. I was like, man, what's that? And he's like, oh, this is SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, what is it? And he's like, oh, you can just upload your music for free. I was like, oh, you make music. And he's like, I make beats. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you make beats? That's pretty cool. And jokingly, I was like, why don't you send me a beat? I'll throw some lyrics on it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. I'll send you some beats to your Gmail and just, you know, spit on it. Yeah. I was like, okay, sure. So he sent me a beat later that night, and I, I remember recording it. I still have it on my on my voice memos on my iPhone. And I remember recording that, sending it to him. And he's like, yeah, this is dope. This is sweet. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, really? He's like, yeah, this is awesome. So I was like, oh, okay. And so I went out the very next day and went and just impulse bought a microphone <laughs> and, um, you know, hooked that thing up and, and recorded two, tra- I wrote two tracks and recorded them. And within a few weeks, you know, I started, I, I was like, all right, here we go. And I uploaded these two tracks to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is awesome. Like, this is so cool. The songs were terrible. Um, looking back on them, they weren't, I mean, compared to now, it's it's a big difference between the quality and of lyrics and recording. Yeah. But um, it was definitely an odd way to start, you know, making music. But um, from there on, it was just kind of like I was like, okay, I'm gonna start making music, and I, you know, went through that. And this was in the winter though, which was a lot different because I was still golf. Like my mind was still golf, right. you know. And but being in the winter, the off season, I needed something to do, so I took the winter and just started making music you know throughout there until the spring came mm-hmm. and then by the time summer came it was kind of like you know i just play golf again right you know, i didn't make any music over the summer right because i was like oh it was cool that i did this you know but it, it never occurred to me that i could do it like you know i could make it bigger than yeah. what it is yeah until you know the end of 2018 going into january 2019 and then my whole my whole vision twisted yeah and now it's it's where it's at so right it's really cool to see everything develop you know over the just a few years i've been doing it absolutely and you're only 19 right now yeah. you know so i think it's, it's rare to hear 19 year old kids especially here in iowa doing yeah. something like that you know and in my mind i always think and i couldn't agree more with you know the statement that it's never too late to try something to do something different right i believe just as much that it's also not too early you know I feel I did that early when I pursued soccer. Now you're doing this with music. In your own opinion, what do you think? Why is it okay to start early? Why is it not too early to do something like this? Uh, I, I just think that, you know, when you have something that, you know, a dream or a goal that you're trying to, to reach, you know, there's never really a good or bad time to start, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, the way I see it is nowadays everybody looks at a lot of things like athletics is a great example. You're trying to start them young. Right. You know, you're trying to start, like I started golf at seven. You know, people are getting starts at three, yeah. you know, four, get a golf club in their hand. Right. Um, so I, I just think the more time you're spending on whatever you're, you know, what you're trying to do, it's just going to help you in the long run. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you start early, you're going to have more experience than someone starting, you know, if, you know, if I started music at 19, someone starting at 23, I'm going to have a little more experience in them, you know, in the field because I started early. Right. Um, which is just, I mean, that's pretty simple logic, but it's, it's definitely true. I mean, yeah. You have to kind of look at, you know, life is also fragile. You never really know what's going to happen, like especially right now with the coronavirus going around. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know what's going to just pop up out of nowhere. Right. And, you know, you, you can't really prepare for that. So, yeah. you know, you don't want to be, you know, you know, stalling and just kind of putting it off <clears> and then <throat> finally getting to that point where you're like, all right, I'm going to try this. 
and then either something disaster strikes and then you know you don't have that opportunity again. that's right you know and opportunities only come every so often you know it's not something where that door is going to always be open for you right you know doors open and close and it's 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 something where if you see that opportunity you need to jump on it right you know because then if you don't you're going to be sitting there you know regretting what you didn't choose yeah you know and if you jump on if you take that leap and just try obviously that's the biggest hurdle Mm -hmm. i think for most people i think regardless of ages that initial trying because because what if this what if that you know but and i think you can probably say this now i certainly learned for myself is it's it's never as bad as you make it out to be in your head it rarely is the case was that for you or when you first performed or did your first song and all that sort of stuff was it awful afterwards was it obviously you got some expectations right and it's natural to do that were they way worse than you thought or better than you thought you know i feel like our minds now today always tend to think a little more negatively you know mm-hmm. you kind of think the worst of the worst outcomes right uh i think when i when i first started making music it was it i don't know it was kind of a new thing you know i mean even just a few years ago it wasn't common for all these i mean nowadays you have a bunch of soundcloud rappers yeah you know and just a lot of underground artists yeah. but i feel like even back then even just a few years ago it wasn't that common you know for someone in your school to be making music mm-hmm. um and so I think when I first released stuff, even though it wasn't as good as, you know, I wish it would have been or, you know, it still, I, I got a lot of good feedback on it just because right. it was something new. You know, yeah. people were like, oh, it's making music. Like, that's cool. Like, I don't know many people that make music. Right. But now I'm sure there's a bunch of people in high school trying to make music and sure. getting, you know, just as technology advances and stuff like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, I, I definitely think I, the expectations I had beginning weren't high because it wasn't something where I was like, I'm going to start doing this for real. Right. It was kind of just, hey, this is kind of a cool thing I did, putting it out there for people to listen. But, you know, right. if uh, you know if people don't listen to it, people don't like it, it's not a big deal because it's, sure. you know, it's not some career I'm chasing. It's just right. a hobby. You right. Know? right. That's all it was. But for golf at the time, it was like, if I go out there and I underperform, then it's like, you know, it, it, it definitely hurts a little more than, it would have hurt a little more than, Absolutely. Someone tell me my songs were pretty. Yeah, back. yeah, yeah. And like you said a little bit ago, I mean, nowadays music, especially like the hip hop, is oversaturated with all that the same stuff, sex, drugs, and, and money, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like that stuff can be fun here and there, but like that, it gets old quick. Yeah. You know, and I, like for me, I'm not super big on like rap and hip hop, but the stuff I do like is more like inspiring, motivational yeah. stuff. You know, like Hobson's one of my favorite. Of course. And like when he was coming up, you know, his stuff was just super. Um, I, don't know, I thought it was like inspirational, motivational. It's very real mm-hmm. about like how yeah. society is during that time, in that age. That stuff's awesome because that's stuff you can like relate to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, those are rare. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like yeah. by you doing that, that's a good thing because that's that stuff. That's more of what I want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Not everybody yeah. likes that particular style. So it's good to have different flavors, you know, and yours is certainly a different one. Yeah. Have you not cussed at all yet in any years? No. None? I've not cussed in a single song yeah. over the years. Um, not hard um you know it's it's a lot harder than people might think yeah uh but i think it helps a lot though because there's a lot of different rhyme schemes that a lot of customers don't work well in yeah um i mean a lot of the the rhyme schemes i like to use the most are triple syllables um they kind of you know you get the little da 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 or you know it just flows a lot better and there's I, i feel like the customers don't work well in those anyways um, I'm sure, you know, I mean, Eminem obviously uses cuss words and he's one of the greatest lyricists of all time. Yeah, he does it all. <laughs> but, yeah, but for me, you know, I have a certain style, a certain flow that I, you know, kind of 
go back to just because it's natural for me. Right. And it just, you know, since I've been also doing this for a few years without cussing, it'd be kind of weird to just start throwing them in now. Right. It's Because you wouldn't be staying true to yourself. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it'd, just be, it'd probably just be difficult now to throw them in because right. it's like I've ne- I don't write with those in them. And, you know, if I tried to start doing it now, I feel like it'd just be weird. You yeah. know, I just don't think it would be... I don't think it would go over well, especially, you know, I. there were times where I was sitting here and I was thinking like, okay, maybe I should start throwing cuss words in. You know, it might, you know, reach a different audience if right. it was a little more, you know, R-rated, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, but then there was also times where I was kind of like, well... If I, you know, if I start cussing in my songs, you know, what does that say about me as an artist? Sure. And, it, it, you know, my parents and my, my family listens to it, you know, every once in a while. Like, if I have a new song, they'll check it out. Mm-hmm. And it's like, do I want them to see that side of me, you know? Right. Or, like, you know, it's, it's, there's just a lot of tough decisions in that aspect of my music. That, sure. You know, one of them, you know, I hold true to it. And it's also my Christian beliefs. Yeah. You know, you, you don't want to be out there claiming you're Christian and then, you know, just like dropping a bunch of cuss words in your songs because right. that's just right. not, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. And I think it'll pay off way more in the long run if you decide to just stick with keeping it clean because that's how you started people will know if you made that change you know what I mean yeah. and if you do make that change just to reach like a larger audience mm-hmm. then maybe nobody else sees it but you know for yourself yeah. that, that you changed mm-hmm. to reach some more numbers to reach some more people you know what I mean I think there's a large audience that will appreciate like the way you're doing it now it just takes time to tap into that mm-hmm. you know what I mean but that's all part of that journey yeah. it's all part of that process yeah. right um, one thing I want to go into is you're, obviously you're 19 years old right now you just started college not too long ago I think like nowadays, the time we live in, there's more creative people than, well, not, I'll, I'll put it a different way, not more creative people, but now is a time where it's safer to be creative. Mm-hmm. There's more opportunities for people that want to try something creative, I'll put it that way. Um, and so being young, having this creative mindset, being in school, how do you find that balance, you know? Because obviously you've been, I mean, we grow up, we go, we go through school, then they tell you college is next, so you go to college, you know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes if, it feels like it's the right move, sometimes it doesn't. How do you find that balance when you want to do something like this? You know, um, the, the, the living situation that I'm at right now, I chose uh, at semester. Um, I mean, I was at a normal university, a big university at Iowa State, uh, first semester. And I kind of looked at that as, you know, I, I remember telling my parents that I'm going to Iowa State, not really for, you know, whatever degree or whatever kind of classes I'm going into. I'm going for the experience. I'm basically going to just you know, make memories in a way. Yeah. And I'm also kind of trying to grow my audience and the best way to grow a fan base would be at a big university because yep. there's a lot of people there. That's right. And that's that's what I told them. I was like, that's the positive side of going there. Of, of course, I'll be in school and like doing classes and stuff, but the most important thing is to grow my music, you know, on campus. Mm-hmm. And then I realized that, you know, it's not that easy. You know, it's, I'm not just going to be able to waltz in and people are going to start knowing me and right. get a bunch of people to listen. Right. And, and then I decided that it'd be easiest for me if I, you know, because Iowa State, I mean, it's, it's a, you know, it's a state university, so right. um, the classes are not easy. Um, yeah. And I, I've never been very good in school. I never had that drive in classes. So I decided to take that a little bit easier route at a junior college, and that definitely helped with being able to balance my music and school um, because, you know, I had, you know, classes in the morning, and that was okay, and they were easy, though. You know, so I didn't have to spend too much time outside of class. I could spend more time on my YouTube channel. I could mm-hmm. spend more time writing, recording more music. 
you know, and I also wasn't in the dorm, so I was in an apartment. So it just helped being able to do things on my own, you know, and I didn't have to worry about other people, you know, being around constantly. But I think, you know, when it comes to balancing college and, you know, music, it was just, it, it's something that I, I wish, you know, looking back on it, I wouldn't have tried to do. You know, it's very difficult to, to be in the classroom and just sitting there and realizing you could be doing something else. Mm -hmm. But, you know, without, you know, being in school, you know, it, I would have missed out on a lot of different experiences, a lot of different right. learning experiences that, you know, I wouldn't have had otherwise. Mm -hmm. But, you know, overall, I, I don't think it's too bad, especially where I'm at right now. I mean, being young, mm -hmm. I, you know, I don't think it's that, you know, the worst thing to be in school and doing something else. Um, but I also just, I feel like if I was a little more focused on what I was trying to do, uh, you know, a year or two ago, I would have been able to easily make the decision to not go to school and only work on my craft. But, you know, I mean, being in school again, like I said, it's it's not the worst thing in the world, right. but it's definitely put a little bit of a caution on my music. Sure. Um, just being, you know, you have other, it just, you have a lot of other things in your mind, you right. know, instead of just uh, focusing on, you know, being able to have the funds to do this and, um, you know, where you're living and stuff like that, you know, you, you kind of do have to focus on you mm -hmm. know, certain classes and it just, you know, it puts a little strain on your, on your mind, a little stress, sure. but you know, overall it's nothing that, you know, you can't get through, Right. but you yeah. know, those are the times that you got to kind of just buckle down and get through it and right. just, you know, live to see better days yeah. pretty much. And again, and it's easy to look back at those things and, and look at them as a negative thing. Because like when you look back, you can see everything with such clarity, right? Oh, I should have just done this. You know what I mean? For me, it's it's way more important that like you understand that, you know, you went to school, and because you did that portion, you that's how you realized that maybe this isn't the best balance. Maybe there is another way, right? But if you don't go, you just decide to go the rapping route, then it would have been the other way around. Well, let's say you started rapping and not go to school, and it's not going well. You would have thought, damn, I should have just gone to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah. so like. You went one route, you learned something about yourself, now you know. Now you get to use that going forward, right? So like all the knowledge you gain along the way doing that, learning about yourself, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's always, always, always a positive thing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even though like when you're living it and you're going through it, believe me, it can be rough. Sometimes it doesn't make any sense at all when you're going through it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think if you keep the mindset that, you know, I'm doing this stuff and it's because I'm doing it that I'm learning about what I want next, how I'm going to do this, how I'm going to do that. That's like how your mind grows mm -hmm. through experience, right? And now you have some of that, you know? Uh, when it comes to writing and, and the creative side of things, you know, like I also like to write quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Obviously not rap stuff, you know what I mean? But I'm, I do writing as far as the stuff I want to talk about with people and whatnot, you know? And to get into your creative mindset, like for me, the way I have to do it, like I like to be at home sometimes, but a lot of times I have to get out so my mind will work then I can come back and write how does it work for you because I feel like everybody like, is creative in their own way there's different ways to get yourself in that to that state I can't just sit down and say yep I'm just going to write right now yeah. I cannot do that can you no no uh, how do you do it no uh, the, when, it, when it comes to lyrics for me since I like to write about real life mm -hmm. you know, I, I like to write off of experiences mm -hmm. it normally has to be something where I either you know go through a hard time or I witness someone going through a hard time mm -hmm. either a friend or even just a stranger you know if I if I happen to witness something it's always those random moments that I get you know sparks of like okay like I know what I need to write about mm -hmm. and I'll either go into a doc on my phone or I'll go into my notes and just you know start writing yeah. or I'll yeah. find a beat and I'll just start writing because I have that inspiration that just strikes. Right. It, it definitely is the point where, 
you know, I'll try to tell myself, you know, I need to sit down, I need to start working some yeah. And you'll sit down and you'll realize, like, I don't have anything to write about. Right. You know, I'm starting right. to write like everybody else does, just pointless stuff that right to get write. stuff out, right. you know? And so that's the problem with me because, you know, I want to get a lot of content out for people. I, I love making songs. I've made so many songs. Mm -hmm. You know, I've made probably like at least 50 plus songs, yeah. you know, over the last few years. But at the same time, you know, it, it's difficult because mm -hmm. I can't just spit out a bunch of, I mean, sometimes I can, you know, yeah. sometimes I'm in one of those moods where I just, you know, I'm you know, sitting at home or wherever and I'm like, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like, just okay, I got you. something, yeah. you know, and I'll start yeah. writing. But then other times it's like you go through these, you know, some writer's block right. and then you have nothing, you know, yeah. for, for, you know, it could be a month period yeah. where I can't write anything. And that's tough because, you know, when I try to plan stuff out, like for my year, mm -hmm. I planned out, you know, at least having you know, an album out this year, you know, different music videos, stuff like that. But I can't really plan that out too far in advance because right. I don't I don't know if I'll have it and I don't want to rush it. Right. You know I don't want to sit here and be like I need five songs by the end of the month. Right. I'm gonna write five songs. Yeah. Because then you're not putting out the content that you want to. Right. It's kind of just like you know forcefully getting stuff out there for people because yeah. you said you know that's what it is. That's right. When it should just be you know I'm not gonna rush it. It'll be out when it's out. Once it's perfected, once it's done, mm -hmm. it'll be out. Right. You know? Yeah. That, and, that's kind of the mindset I, I go with when it comes to writing. That, that's, that's a perfect one. It's got to be good quality. Otherwise, yeah. like you said, then you're just like everybody else. Just yeah. getting stuff to get it out, you know. Yeah. And I'm like in a similar boat. You know what I mean? Like, I'll give you an example. Just recently, these last two weeks, um, I had trouble scheduling episodes with people. Obviously, because the whole situation going on. So, like, I totally understand it, you know. And um, there's some episodes that I have to do by myself. Mm. So, I did one of those and, and it was all right. But after that, I thought, you know, I have to get one out every single Wednesday. I have to, I have to, I have to. I'm like... If I force it, I'm going to be talking about stuff that I don't want to talk about necessarily that people don't want to hear about, you know? So instead of doing that, I just came up with some other solutions. I did like a free like t-shirt giveaway this last week just to do something. Uh, this week, um, with the whole the virus thing going on, I just said I had trouble scheduling, so we're going to skip this week. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'd rather do that and be honest and get good quality than just to get, like he said, just some random stuff out just to get it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I'm not true to myself. Obviously, there's like lots of stuff also that I want to talk about. But just to put it together in this way, it doesn't make sense right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so it's easy, like you said, just to be honest, take your time with this stuff so the good quality does come out, even though that's really hard sometimes, you know? Tell me how your parents feel about this, the whole rap stuff. You know, uh, my parents have been supportive. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of one of those weird situations that, you know, they haven't been in, you mm -hmm. know, before. But, um, I mean, I, I do have an old sister. She's yeah. doing, you know, good things over in Ohio at... Uh, in college, she does, you know, photojournalism. She's doing a great job sure. up there. And it's kind of hard because, you know, always being the, the younger sibling, you kind of, you know, you kind of look up to your, you know, your sister right. or your older siblings and you're like, you know, is that what I should be doing because your parents like, you know, that they're doing that? <laughs> because, you know, she's at the college they went to. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, you know, um, is that where I should be? Is that what I should be doing? But, right. you know, they're, they're supportive uh, for the most part. They also, I mean, they also don't understand the music uh, side of things a lot mm -hmm. uh, so you know they're kind of lost a lot of times if I show them a song and I'm like hey I re-edited it does this sound better yeah and they're like they sound the same <laughs> um, you know but you know overall I think they, they they've definitely supported they're just looking out for me right. so there's a lot of yeah. times where I tell them I want to make certain decisions and it's kind of like well you know you want to be a little cautious with that you know mm -hmm. um, you know I always tell them that I want to at some point, you know, once my I'm comfortable where my music's at, where you know I'm comfortable with enough money, you know, I want to move out somewhere, you yeah. know, like 
just like far away kind of, you know, sure. like I was saying, I want to go to the West Coast. Um, and, you know, they, they're supportive of that, but they also want to make sure, you know, I'm in the right mindset. Right. Um, I, I think with, with my parents, it's just, you know, I mean, they've always, they went through the, the, the school system. I mean, mm-hmm. They went through the generic, you know, I go to a four-year university. They, I think they both have their bachelor's, master's, whatever. You know, they went through the whole school system. Yeah. And they're doing well, you know. It's not like, you know, I mean, obviously back then it was a little different. Um, like, you know, we talked about earlier, it was right. a little different to go through all that back then. And, you know, it was a little, you know, you kind of were held to a higher, you know, higher platform than some people sure. go back then. Yeah. But nowadays it's a little different. Right. Um, I just think that, you know, going about it with, you know, when I, I, I like to tell them about my, you know, what I, my aspirations and how I want to plan out things. I mean, they always tell me I need plans. I need right. to make sure I'm planning things out. I need, you know, make sure that if I, you know, want to go do something, you know, out of the state, go somewhere else, I have like, you know, I'm set, you know, I, I have a set plan where sure. I'm like, you know, either I'm going to go make sure I get the job, a job first to cover expenses, make sure I get a place, you know, it's just so, simple stuff like that, right. but I right. have to have the plan, you right. know. They don't want me going to do something just impulse. Right. But overall, no, they, they're very supportive. Mm-hmm. It, it's just, you know, different water. It's new waters for them. Yeah. You know? And I mean, for anybody, if you're going through something that you've never experienced before, it's hard to give advice. You know? Right. I like, you know, I tell them I appreciate any advice they give me, but a lot of the times it's not as credible as getting advice from another artist or somebody sure. that you know, has been doing, you know, different things when it comes to, like, creative or, mm-hmm. you know, dream following, just stuff like that, you right. know, it, it's a lot different to hear that from somebody who's done it yeah. or is doing it than somebody that, you know, you can tell is just kind of giving you advice because they just are trying to look out for you right. in a way. And that's still, like, super valuable advice. Yeah. I think, like, you can gain advice from people everywhere, mm-hmm. especially your parents. Like you said a minute ago, obviously, it's hard to relate to them mm-hmm. sometimes just yeah. because their upbringing was way different. Mm-hmm. Their opportunities were way different. Their struggles were way different than ours are now, you know. So it, it's difficult to come, have that conversation. I think for them at the end of the day, they just want to know that you're doing all right and you have a good head on your shoulders, you know what I mean? And as long as you do that, I don't think it matters what you do, you know. Um, but I think for them, it's easy to see a lot of kids get lost in that, you know what I mean, and then turn to drugs and the bad stuff. And that, that's why this because they saw their friends do stuff like that when they were younger. People take that bad route, you know what I mean? They want to know you're okay at the end of the day. It's just hard to trust it because, like, I, I, all the stories you hear about young kids nowadays making mistakes and messing up, like, it just sounds scary. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's rare that you see, you know, a lot of kids with good heads on their shoulders mm-hmm. and then still going out to tr- try stuff, you know. So for them, they want you to get by. They're thinking practically. You got to eat. You got to sleep. Pay your bills, stuff like that, which is amazing advice. That's absolutely true, right? Yeah. But then when it comes to pursuing the music, that side of stuff, there's other advice that somebody else that can give you that your parents can't and vice versa. There's stuff your parents know that these people don't know. They've been through it themselves, right? Um, so to get that advice, left, you know, all different areas is a good thing. There's something to gain from everybody, I think. And that's something like I've been talking about more and more, you know, with friends and family is kind of that there's that big gap between like our generation and then the ones that came way before us. I feel like we have way more in common than we give each other credit for. I think the easy thing to do, and I think I mentioned this before, is again, the older generation look it down on ours and think we don't know anything. It's going to be hard. You got to be careful for this. Be careful for that. You know, um, it's easy to look that because they assume we're soft and we have a way easy. You know, but it's the other way around too, where the younger generation will look at the older ones almost like you don't have anything to offer me. You know what I mean? Your time was different than mine. What can you tell me? You know, and it's like stubborn in both ways, which is just ridiculous because. 
there's so much to gain in both directions. Kind of like listening to your parents and that practical advice of how to get by. You know what I mean? And then the other way around where I think if your parents give you a chance and you go out and do this and show them that you can be a good person, be kind to people, keep a good head on your shoulders and pursue your music and do well, they'll, they'll, they can do nothing but be happy for you, right? Yeah. You know? How you feel about that? Yeah. You agree? No, I agree. Yeah? I agree for sure. Um, you know, it, it's kind of like you got to put yourself in their shoes, you know? Right. Um, obviously, having the kids probably, you know, way more difficult than you think. Sure. You know, you know you're always thinking about them, making sure they're all right. So I totally understand that. I mean, if I was a parent, I'd, you know, I'd probably be in the same, I'd probably yep. be in the same stuff. Yep. It's easy to say, I suppose, for us since we're like single. Yeah. We really only have to look out for ourselves, yeah. so it's easier to go and take those risks. Uh, risks, you know. But for them, like, yeah, like you just said, it's a good point. Yeah. You gotta look out for somebody else. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's something that we won't probably experience for a long time or mind ever. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's you know, it's just you, you, sometimes you just gotta think, you know, like they're thinking. You know? mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm their kid, so they gotta make sure that I'm not living on the streets homeless, you right. know, or you know, I'm doing all right. And that's something that you know. It's, it's hard to kind of wrap your head around, you know, being able to have to, you know, care about someone like that for, you know, just the, to the extent that they do, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, you know, my dad the other day was telling me, like, I was trying to file for some, some money back from the, my tab, my W-2. Sure. And he was looking at me filling out, and he's like, I have no clue what you can do with that money. <laughs> um, there's no way you'd be getting any money yeah. back from this, you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. No clue what I'm doing, you know? Mm-hmm. It's nice to have someone looking out for me. Yeah, know? yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Is that practical, everyday stuff? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I'd do if yeah. my parents I have, I have no clue. I don't even know what my cell phone bill is, my insurance. I have oh, my God. Clues. It's a nice thing not to know, right? Yeah. Somebody else <laughs> no. is taking care of it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh God. <laughs> It's like there's something nice about like paying for all that stuff on your own. It can be tough, you know what I mean? But then you don't have to answer anybody. Yeah. Nobody can really tell you anything after that point. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. That's coming, you know. Well, I um, <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned earlier with, with the whole school thing um, off, of, off air that you're not quite sure what's next after this next year. Because mm-hmm. obviously you're almost like at a standstill when it comes to the music and the school, yeah. which, which one makes the most sense. And, I always feel that there's a way to make both of them happen if they're important enough to you. But if one is like way more important than the other, this is just me, but I would always say go with that one. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure like all the people wouldn't say that to you. A lot of people probably wouldn't because security and safety, it's important. You know what I mean? Um, but I don't think it's nearly as important, especially at a young age when you're single and you can take risks now yeah. to really go for something like that, you know? So talk about where your mind is with that. You know, um, I mean... I, I play golf. I mean, I've always loved golf, uh, but I mean, obviously nowadays I, I don't think about it much. Sure. It's not something that, you know, I, I enjoy playing. I always have. I enjoy, I, I was looking forward to actually playing with the team this spring. Mm-hmm. The spring got canceled. Right. Corona, but, um, you know, it, it's just, it's been a big part of my life for so long. It's hard to just say I do it because uh, I know I'll always be playing it, you know, over the years. It's one of those sports you can play forever. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when I look at it, you know, from a bigger picture, you know, I obviously want to be doing music full time, but I'm not at the point where I feel comfortable to just drop everything else sure. to be able to just work, right. you know, make some money to be able to fund that, you know, and just do that full time for now, mm-hmm. um, especially, you know, wherever, because I mean, as, as of right now, I mean, the living situation where I'm at is, is awesome. Yeah. Um, it works out really well for me, uh, but, you know, obviously the school side of things isn't the best. But just, you know, being able to be on my own and be in a comfortable place 
it, it works out well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, overall, I mean, I do, I do wish I was at that point where I could just say, screw it, I'm going to go right. and just, you know, go do this and whatever happens, happens, yeah. you know? Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've said that before. I Definitely, it's been on my mind. I've sure. said that to my parents. I said, I don't really care if I'm, you know, if I drive out to L.A. or drive out wherever, mm-hmm. just pick up a certain job or just pick up a job. Sure. Just make some money and live in my car for Christ's sake. You know, right. it doesn't really matter. Right. You know, I can, I, as long as I'm still making music, as long as I'm still, you know, doing stuff like that, it's like, what, you know, why does it matter where I'm living? Why does it matter? You mm-hmm. know, as long as I'm happy making, I mean, as long as I always, just like to say, as long as I'm making music or as right. long as I'm doing what I love, what I love, I'm happy. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the only thing that matters. I know my parents worry for me when I tell them that, that yeah. I'm going to live out of my car or doing whatever, but it's sure. like, I mean, really, you know, internal happiness is the best thing for you. It's the healthiest thing for you. Right. You know, and so at right. the end of the day, if I'm, if I'm happy, I mean, can I be mad or can anybody really be mad? Like, I can't even be mad at myself. I'm mm-hmm. happy doing mm-hmm. what I'm doing. There's nothing better than that, you know? Right. So, yeah, I, I do I do wish at some point... Um, and that's something that, like, you'll... You'll earn that. You'll know when it's when it's that time. You know what I mean? Again, through making the sacrifices. Now, one of the sacrifices you have to make now is going to school for a while, working these part-time jobs you don't necessarily want to do. You know what I mean? That's all part of it because it's easy to get big-headed about this. Oh, I rap. I shouldn't be working here doing this sort of stuff. Like Right now, you're a nobody, and that's like the best position to be in, I think, mm-hmm. because you can fail. You can mess up. You can try all sorts of things. You can go take risks, take all these chances. You know what I mean? It's one thing to say you'd be willing to do all these things. It's very different to actually go do them. You know what I mean? Um, I have experience in that. I told myself when I was going to Minnesota, I'll save my car if I need to because I want to play, right? I went over there, and then I did it, right? And it's before I did it, and I said it to myself, I was like, oh, I'm going to do this. Not that big a deal. And when I went there, like, it wasn't as big a deal as I thought. It was a little bit scary. Of course it is. You know what I mean? But, like, you survive. And that's just it. If you have a roof over your head, which is, it can be your car, you get some cheap stuff to eat, you can do it. You know what I mean? It's not unrealistic. You know what I mean? Obviously, most people wouldn't do it because it's just, it just seems like the worst thing in the world. You know what I mean? But it can be done. It's one thing to say and another thing to do it. You know what I mean? And I think for you, obviously, like, you're still 19 this is the time to take those chances you know what i mean school's gonna be there forever you know you know what i mean there's so many options when it comes to that stuff but i feel like early on to try stuff to take these chances and risks is so important because you know you're gonna learn so much whether it's you know music turns out great or it doesn't you wouldn't know if you hadn't done it at all right yeah and i think that's what i want more than anything especially people my age people your age to do more of that you know what i mean is that something you, you, you want to see more of your peers and friends doing? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because for me, it almost like bugs me to see my friends not trying stuff. And I see why not. And then I see like the younger generation of why not, the high schoolers. You know what I mean? There's so much holding you back, self-esteem, insecurity, fear of whatever. You name it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But you've been doing it for yourself for a little while, taking these chances. And it's obviously not that bad. Yeah. You know? So how do you like encourage your friends? Well, it, it the hardest thing nowadays is the society standpoint. You know, sure. Because a lot of people will look at society and just you know follow the social norms. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the biggest issue with trying to do something different. You know, I mean, I have a lot of friends that are very creative. You know, like uh, I have a buddy in the design program right now at Iowa State, and you know, I feel like everybody has that creative side to them. Sure. But a lot of people don't want to unlock it. Mm-hmm. You know, 
But it, it's also the, the thing where a lot of people are very influenced by their parents. Sure. I'd say I am influenced by my parents, but I also have a very different mindset than they do mm-hmm. when it comes to just the outlook on life. And sure. But a lot of my friends like to just do what, I've, like what is always been done, you know? And so all my friends are pretty much, they're all in college, you know, they're all doing four-year university and it's yeah. great and all, you know? And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, a lot, of, a ton of people are doing it. Mm-hmm. But there's also a part of me where it's like, I don't know, it, it's hard to have those deep talks with a lot of people, especially around here. Mm-hmm. Not that, you know, I was bad or anything, but I feel I tend to talk with a lot of realists, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of people that just think, you know, the realistic uh, viewpoint. Sure. And that's not a horrible thing, but... You know, the balance is important. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, so that that's one of the big reasons I'm, you know, I want to get out of Iowa. Mm-hmm. It's just because there's not that, I mean, there are people, and I, I do my best to find them, but there's not that many people out here that will encourage you to do something different. Right. You know? And I remember, actually, um, hate to admit it, I was on TikTok, mm-hmm. um, which is actually a really great app to do uh, promotions stuff mm-hmm. because there's a ton of people on it, which is kind of why I'm on it. Gotcha. But I was on there, and there was a, a video of, you know, I know politics is not my thing, there's a video of Trump, and mm-hmm. it was a it was a motivational video, mm-hmm. and he was basically saying that you know, don't be scared to do something that you know a lot of people are looked at like a lot of people will look at as being wrong. Mm-hmm. You know that he said that's when you know it's something you should be doing if people sure. are telling you you know it's wrong. You know like a, a dream that you want to chase or whatever it is a goal, mm-hmm. and he said that you know it's the people that that are different that change the world. Right. You know, it's the people that are going out doing things that not many people believe in or not many people try yeah. that are the ones that have the biggest impact on the world. Right. You know what I mean? Because everybody else is falling into an assembly line, mm-hmm. you know, and that's something that, because I, I always looked at it as, you know, like my dad is doing well. Like, you know, he's, I mean, he's supporting our family and right. he's, you know, living his life and it, it's great, you know, like I just can't see myself working a nine to five job. I couldn't see myself doing that right. because I feel like everybody else is doing that. Because I've always, I always want to strive to be, be different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's not. I feel like if you go through life and you end up being at that point where you're just kind of like, you know, everybody talks about just going through getting your, you get out of college, you get that, you get that job that is going to be able to financially support you, mm-hmm. right? You go out and get that first job, whatever it is, you know, forty thousand a year or thirty thousand a year. If right? you're lucky, you might get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, but like you know, you go out and try. That's what you're striving to get. Right. You're trying to come out of college and get that job. Mm-hmm. But then what? You know, after that, what do you do? You you know, you go up in the system and then you retire at sixty five. Right. What you know? Yeah. What, what was you look back on life and think? Wow, I partied hard in high school and college. Mm-hmm. I got through. I went. You know, I got this job and. Grew a family, you know. I mean, there's a lot of positives to look at sure. in that life, but it's just something that I never have like envisioned. My, like that's not my American dream, right? You know, right. and I, 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 I don't know. Not What's good about the American dream is that it can be anything. Yeah, you know, I think I think it used to be that you come here, you can go to school, you can work, you can build your family, and that's great. And that was like better than most places had it. Yeah. Now that the American dream has evolved, it can be more than that if you want it yeah. to be, you know? It's, it's pretty much just anything, you, you know, you make of it, right. you know? And that's, I don't think a lot of people understand that, though, like, yeah, you know, at least. Like you said, there's a lot more creativity coming out in the sure. world nowadays. Sure, But I also still just feel like, you know, not that many people understand that you can jump on those now. Right. You know, it's not going to be looked at as something bad, you know? People are going to look at you as different. Yep. You know, look at you as someone that's, 
you know, not really falling into line as, you know, like with everybody else. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, it's those people that are going to do the bigger and better things that, you know, a lot of people will never dream of, you know. That, that's why there's a small percentage of those kinds of people, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I think those percentages run a lot of people off. You sure. know, they look at it and they, people always say, one in a billion making it in the music world, yeah. you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's because all those other people are too scared to chase it. Right, you know, they're scared to chase it, and they're only looking at like the, the very tip top of the top, as if that that's that has to be that way. Yeah, you know what I mean. Stop looking to them for examples all the time. You know what I mean. Focus on yourself, build something meaningful where you are, mm-hmm. and things will grow from there. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I think immediately they look from I'm at zero, and that person's at a hundred, and if I'm not there by next week, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that discourages people. Like like this is like this plateau that you can't be reached. Yeah, when those are humans just like you are. Some of them, sure, maybe had it easier than others did. A lot of them had to take chances a lot of people wouldn't take. You know what I mean? There, there's a reason yeah. that they're there, you know? Yeah. But what you said a minute ago, you know, like, there's the people that, like, want to bring you down. You know what I mean? For doing stuff like that. And, and the reason they do that is so that they feel better about them and how they're not making decisions for themselves. It's easier if, I, if I'm not doing anything with my life. And I said, Joe, you shouldn't do it either. Music's going to be too hard. There's just too many people. It's not going to work out, right? That'll make me feel better if you're like, okay, fine, maybe I won't do it. Because now you're, you're with me, right? And, you know, I see that all the time. And it's understanding that, that that's going to happen. That's completely normal. You know what I mean? Um, and understanding they're coming from a place where they're struggling too. Yeah. It's easy to want to bring people down. But they're also struggling. And that's like the side that I think people don't look enough at. You know what I mean? When you're struggling, it's easier to bring somebody else down and feel a little bit better. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, but to help them rise is hard. But you do that through kindness and, and, and doing your thing no matter what. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That way you can set an example for people. You know what I mean? Yeah. One thing that we haven't talked about yet, Joe, is your uh, name. The rap name. <laughs> I probably should have started with that, but That's we're going to end with it today, okay? Yeah. So the rap name is The Sanity, yeah. right? Tell me how that came about and what that means. Um, so when I first started making music, I went by JDL. Uh, which a lot of people actually don't know what it stood for. It was a, one of those split-second decisions that I made when I was trying to get like a Twitter page up. Right when I started making music, I was trying to get promotions out sure. right away. Um, just because I was trying to, you know, I was. It was kind of just a. I was just kind of goofing around in a way. Because again, it was only a hobby when I first started. But it was it was Joe Dean loyalty. Mm-hmm. That's what it stood for. Uh, JDL, and. You know, it was fine because, you know, when I wasn't really taking it too seriously, I was kind of like, oh, that's whatever. Like, nobody knows what it means. It kind of flows. And that's just my name. And then by the time when I started getting serious about music in 2019, at the very beginning of January, I was like, I need to transition because now this isn't a hobby. This is for real. Right. And I also needed something a little more um, that kind of stood out, something that was, you know, not done before. So I had to think of something that was... little more uh, I don't even know like JDL there's a lot of different things that came with that like there's a bunch of other people with that name like just on the internet and like you know stuff like that and I just wanted to be you know know, if they searched up my name I'm what comes up you know in a way and that just that just helps with being able to spread my spread my brand or my name and grow my music more you know and uh so I came on the Sanity. Uh, I actually was sitting on a new name for about four months, um, and I remember I I tried to force it at first. So I was going through like I remember uh, an artist named Logic. He mm-hmm. went through uh, a dictionary one time and found one word that he loved most, 
and he used it as his name. Um, and then, That's you know, cool. just, yeah, and you know, I tried that, didn't do anything. Oh, his words suck. I was like, just awful, <laughs> like, they need more words in the dictionary. Right, right, right. awful. Yeah. And, um, but by the time it came around, it came around the end of uh, 2018 in December, um, I was, I was looking at, I was listening to some new songs from just some artists. And I was like, this is like awful. Like, you know, I'm thinking like, this music is just like insanity. Like, mm-hmm. This is this you know, this is ridiculous because like, you know, all these rappers are starting to become a little more insane, you know, sure. and I was like, maybe that I could do like a twist on that, right? right. So I, I was like, you know, I, you know, with my music being so realistic and so like, you know, hit close to home kind of music, yeah. I was like, you know, I feel like I'm pretty sane compared to a lot of the rap artists, the hip hop mm-hmm. artists in the game. And so I started with just, uh, you know, I started working with that, so I started working with Sane, Sanity, and I was, again, I was just trying to find something that stood out, and so eventually I just, I just was like, all right, if I just threw, you know, just threw these words together, if I just threw the Sanity together as one word, and I was like Google searching and searching everywhere to see if anybody had it, nobody had it, mm-hmm. and so I was like, this is perfect, mm-hmm. I was like, this is absolutely perfect, because it just, it just symbolizes my music so well, because you know, I, I just like to keep everything fresh. I like to keep it real, you know? Yeah. And I, I, I don't know. It's just, it just kind of fit and right. it just kind of stuck. I, I told myself once I find something, like once I land on something, I'll know. Yeah. And I just have to stick with it. Yeah. And so once I hit that, I was like, that's it. I am sticking with it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the end of the story. I'm like, I, I gotta just, once I find it, I just gotta go with it. That's right. Here we are. You know, just a year later. There you go. We're still here. When you know, so, you know. Yeah. Awesome. Joe, thanks so much for doing this with me, man. This yeah, has been really it. fun. Okay? I can't wait to see where this goes going forward, man. Where can people listen to your music? Um, you can check it out on all stream platforms. So the main one, Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, you can check me out on YouTube and pretty much everywhere. Just under The Sanity, right? Yeah, all one word. The Sanity, all one word. Find me anywhere. There it is. All right. Until next time. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Again, I am Stavo, and this is Vision is Greater Than Anything. Until next time.